630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. 20 seconds to play. Cece to McDavid. Nudge back in. The Oilers are moving on to round two. Kopitar fires. Smith the save. He's going to shut Los Angeles out in game seven. And it's it two. L.A. Nothing. Well, Rogers Place, absolutely raucous Saturday night as the Oilers finished off the Kings in Game 7. I can't wait to see how loud it's going to be in Games 3 and 4 of the series. Coming up, it is, of course, the Edmonton Oilers against the Calgary Flames in a long-awaited and long overdue Battle of Alberta. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. My name is Reed Wilkins. It's Inside Sports on 630 Ched, and we will talk much about the Battle of Alberta tonight. Craig McTavish, who joins us every couple of weeks here on Inside Sports, and he was uh, on the ice for many of the key playoff moments in those classic series back in the late 80s and early 90s, and he'll have his analysis on how the Oilers ultimately were able to overcome a very dogged L.A. Kings team in the first round. And uh, we're going to hear from numerous members of the Oilers today, all of whom at one point played for the Calgary Flames. Certainly some crossover in this series, and uh, that'll add a little more fuel to the fire as these teams are set to go at it. You are welcome to get in touch, of course. I'm sure many of you are excited about this series. 780-496-0063 is the open line, powered by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Pro all the way. You can follow me on Twitter, at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S, and you can email the show, Inside Sports at 630ched.com. I uh, did a, a hit today on a talk show on uh, CGOB in Winnipeg, our sister station there in Winnipeg. And uh, the first question the host asked me, Christian O'Mell is the young man's name. I, I'm starting to sound like an old guy here. I did an interview with this young man who asked me where I was when. Well, that's actually what happened. He said, well, he said, Reed, where were you in 1991? <laughs> well, Christian, I was uh, I was in grade 12, and I greatly remember that series. Those were some classic series, and I think the memories are fun to talk about, especially since most of the series went Edmonton's way. But we're going to be making a whole bunch of new memories over the next couple weeks. Uh, all right, so many different angles to explore today, and uh, we'll dive into this one. I'm going to start with Brett Kulak, who the Oilers acquired at the trade deadline from the Montreal Canadiens. And Kulak, I, I thought, had a really good series against the Los Angeles Kings, especially stepping up with Darnell Nurse suspended in Game 6. So Kulak has uh, made no secret of the fact that he grew up uh, an Edmonton Oilers fan living in Stony Plain, or I guess just outside of Stony Plain. Uh, and so he became an Oiler, was absolutely thrilled to become an Oiler at the trade deadline. But he was a Calgary Flame from 2015 to 2018. So I asked him, all right, you, you, your friends, your your family, you, you probably have some Flames fans uh, in your inner circle. How are they feeling about this series? Everyone's pumped. You know, I got, like you say, friends, family, everyone. They, uh, I got lots of people who are diehard Flames fans and lots of diehard Oilers fans. So they're, uh, they're looking forward to it. And, 
I mean, I think we all are, but at the end of the day, for us players, it's the job stays the same. You know, you just it's going to get more intense, it's going to get harder, and the games are going to get tighter and everything. And we all got to, uh, you know, step step up another gear and find that gear and and uh, be ready to go. Yeah, well, here's the thing. For the Oilers players, and, and I think for you fans as well, you, you want to go as far into the playoffs as possible. We all know what the ultimate goal is. Whether it's Calgary or Dallas or whoever it might have been in the second round, you want to win, and it's going to be intense. But we, we know, as for those of you as fans who have lived through it, of, of course it's ratcheted up a little more because you're not that far away from the city you're taking on. You probably know fans of the other team. I don't know many how many L.A. Kings fans uh, you know, but I would say in my life there are exactly zero. Now, for in the late '80s and early '90s, there were more Flames fan or more Kings fans in in Alberta than I think there are now because Gretzky was on the team, and then a bunch of other former Oilers went and played for L.A. I don't get that same sort of sense with Los Angeles now, but here in Alberta, a lot of people who have lived in both cities have family uh, in in both cities, so I would think all of you. And I'm spe- I'm assuming most of you are Oilers fans listening to the station. If you are a Flames fan, uh, welcome to the program. You're welcome as well. But I, I assume everybody knows somebody who cheers for the other team. Probably knows somebody quite well. Might even be related to or be a close friend with somebody. So that all adds the fuel to the fire and adds to the animosity and the gamesmanship and the trash talk and all that kind of stuff. Do the players get sucked into it a little bit? Well, I think they do, even though the comments today were we're aware of the rivalry, but we have to go up there and do our jobs. Look, I just want to say this. Uh, goalie fights in the NHL don't happen very often. There was one a couple of years ago between Edmonton and Calgary. I mean, if it's not the Calgary Flames, do you think Mike Smith would have gone and stood at center ice and, and challenged Cam Talbot to come out and take him on in that game? I, I kind of doubt it. Personally, so I, I do think the players uh, are aware they're going to see w- whichever arena the game is in. They're going to see fans cheering for the other team. They're going to hear uh, cheers when the visiting team scores a goal. So I do think the players do get sucked into it, and it do get it does get ramped up, even if they're, they're kind of saying all the right things today. Uh, I asked uh, Chris Russell came out as well. Of course, he's played for both teams. Grew up in Central Alberta. Grew up in Caroline. I asked him a couple questions today. Chris, uh, back in the Caroline area, can you tell me which team maybe has more support, or is it pretty split? Do you know? Yeah, usually it's pretty split in that area. Yeah. And, and does, are some people swayed by which team you have been on in in recent in, throughout your career, or are they pretty loyal? No, they're pretty loyal. <laughs> Chris Russell, as we know, a man of few words, played for Calgary from 2013 to 2016. And uh, so he knows all about it, says it's a pretty split community down in uh, Caroline and area. And yeah, Chris, so do they lean toward whatever team you're cheering for? No, they're pretty loyal. (laughs) I I like that. Uh, I like that. I'm sure a lot of the people, hey, if you're in the Caroline area, give me a call. Who, who are you going for? <laughs> and uh, do, have you changed your allegiances based on Chris Russell's team? It sounds like not based on what Russell said in that clip. Goaltender Mike Smith, he's been on both sides of this battle. And I mentioned the goalie fight. He did a, his his part along with Camp Talbot to ramp up the battle. He was a flame in uh, 17, 18, and 19. And uh, he was asked to compare the experience of being an oiler and being a flame. I'm not going to go there. (laughs) 
I, I honestly enjoyed playing in, in both both cities. Uh, obviously, I've enjoyed my time in Edmonton and and being a part of the community here and and seeing the support we're getting. Um, you know, as this goes on, Calgary had some great times too. I've some great friends on the team. Um, met some great people outside of hockey there that I'm still friends with. So I think anywhere you play, you kind of you get, uh, especially with kids in school and hockey and stuff like that, you gain friendships uh, away from hockey, but also, you know, going to the rink every day with the same guys, you, you gain friendships too. So I think playing as long as I have and, and Russ too, you, I mean, you have friends on a lot of teams in the league now. And, uh, you know, but when it comes down to it, you're trying to win a series. And, um, whether it's Calgary, whoever it is, it's it's the job's the same. We're trying to go out there and, and compete for the ultimate prize. And if we have to get through Calgary to do that, then that's that's the goal, and that's all that's on our mind. Yeah, Mike Smith uh, resisting any direct comparisons as he said off the top of that cliff. I, I'm not going to go there, and. I, I, this seems to be there's a bit of tiptoeing around uh, anything that could be perceived as trash talk or bulletin board material or get blown out of proportion on social media if it's taken out of context or posted out of context with the uh, comments that players might be making going into the series. I understand that. Hopefully, Zach Cassian's going to speak tomorrow. I wonder which player on Calgary he's going to be asked about. Uh, <laughs> Who knows? Cassian might be a little cheeky about Matthew Kachuk and some of those guys, but I imagine we'll get that comment tomorrow. Uh, Mark Spector from Sportsnet posed this question to Derek Ryan. Derek, you played in both cities. What's the, you know, when you look back in your career, the different stops, what's, is there much difference from playing in one city to the other? What are the things that, that differentiate playing as a flame or as an oiler? You're not trying to get me to say which city's better, are you? <laughs> uh, no, they're both they're both great places to play. Canadian markets fans are are very uh, you know into the games. Uh, the the buildings are loud, and they they want their team to win. So I think it's a similar vibe in both cities. All right, so that was Derek Ryan again. You're not trying to get me to compare the two cities, are you? Similar to how Mike Smith started his answer to that question. What's interesting, though, with Derek Ryan, he did the media availability in the Hall of Fame room today. So you've heard from the four players they brought out, Kulak, Russell, uh, Smith, and and Ryan. And then Ryan, at uh, after the 1 o'clock news today here on 630 Shed, went on Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, And he, he did and then he, he did, though, kind of comment on a comparison between the two markets. The fans and the media here are a little more. It's the next level than Calgary. Um, I think Calgary is a great market, a good, good Canadian market, and it's uh, it's pretty big. But I think Edmonton is a step above in terms of the, uh, the fans and being recognized throughout the city and um, the media and that kind of stuff. I think it's it's a little bit higher above Calgary. Well, that's interesting. So what Derek Ryan is saying, Oilers fans, you're more intense and you're more passionate. That's how I read that. Oh, this is going to be fun, isn't it? 780-496-0063 is how you can get involved in the show tonight. Craig McTavish is coming up between 630 and 7. We'll hear a little bit from head coach Jay Woodcroft when we get back to Inside Sports.
right, there we go. You sign up for the podcast. We will get you an inside sports canned ham. Always very exciting to hand those out. 780-496-0063 is how you get in touch. By the way, I didn't even promo game one. You probably, I'm sure you've heard what it is. It's Wednesday, Furnace Family Oilers Hockey. My goodness, it's an early start. 7.30, and uh, the face-off show will be at 5.30. Get ready for Friday. The game starts at 8.30, probably more like 8.45 on Friday, and then the game in Edmonton on Sunday. That'll be Sunday the 22nd. It actually starts at 6, but a, a more uh, normal time, I guess you could say, for the game on Wednesday in Calgary, 7.30 puck drop. Our face-off show will be at 5.30 here on 6.30. Chet. In the regular season, for whatever that means now, the home team Won every game. Edmonton won in October and January. Calgary won twice in March. Derek Ryan was asked if the uh, regular season really means anything going into this series. I don't think so. I think it's been such a little while since we've played them. And uh, the, the playoffs are such a new beast when it comes to hockey. I think you just leave that behind you and, and get ready for a brand new, fresh seven-game series. And at least that's how I look at it. And I think that's how most guys look at it. All right. Now, of course, the most recent meeting between these two teams was one of the low points of the Oilers season as they were beaten 9-5 in Calgary on March 26th. And perhaps if there's anything about the regular season series that might linger with Oilers fans and make them a little nervous going into this one, it probably would be that game. Jay Woodcroft was asked about that 9-5 loss. You know, I think you take something from every game. That was a... a an important point in our year in that um, we really dialed it in with how we needed to play to have success after that game. And uh, so you learn, they, you know, in the regular season, just like you do in the playoffs, and you take those lessons with you and, and um, try and make yourselves a better team because of it. I would be surprised if either team scored nine goals in a game in this series, but uh, I guess the Oilers, they did get to eight against the Los Angeles Kings. Going to be tough to get there against Calgary. What a game last night between the Stars and the Flames. Jake Ottinger almost stealing that one for Dallas. Uh, Ultimately, I think the better team won, and uh, I'm looking forward to a battle of Alberta. It was interesting taking calls after the game on Saturday. Rob Brown and I did overtime open line. And there was one gentleman who said uh, he, he did not want Calgary. He wanted Dallas. He even had his dream lineup for who the Oilers would play. Because he, he said he was a little younger, didn't remember the, the battles of Alberta and the playoffs in the past. And in his age range, he has a lot of animosity toward Dallas because of all those series in the late 90s and early 2000s. And the Oilers had a couple series with Colorado in that era too. And then in 2006, we know what happened in the Stanley Cup final. So his dream matchup was Dallas in the second round, Colorado in the conference final, and then Carolina in the Stanley Cup final. He had it all mapped out. (laughs) The the more recent teams that caused Oilers heartbreak as opposed to uh, Calgary from years past. He didn't get Dallas. Uh, 
So I'm sure he's still very interested, though. Kellen, what do you have? But first of all, for you, Kellen Kennedy, mm-hmm. I know you are a man of a of a uh, younger pers- persuasion. Mm-hmm. I, I, you were not alive in 1991, were you? I was. I was seven years old, but I don't oh, remember. So- I don't remember much of the series other than the Tikkanen game winning goal in Game Seven, and my dad freaking out and running around the house <laughs> and just being happy. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Well, I understand why your dad was happy. I feel a lot of voices. I think he was work. also swearing at Fair and Flurry as well in that series too but that's a more hazy memory. also yes also a common reaction by Oilers fans towards Mr. Fleury uh, what do you have written in tonight we got predictions 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 oh so big that's bad old. big bad Joe texts in says Oilers in four so, oh my goodness go. big bad Joe's well you know what they won in four in 1988 when Calgary was supposed to beat them so who knows there we go Will from Hannah says go Oilers go Oilers in six now, Hannah, I'm trying to pick... Uh, Hannah would be kind of uh, divided. Central, yeah. It's closer to Redbeard than anywhere. central, isn't it? But isn't it quite a uh, well, ways east as well? I've never been to Hannah. I've been there a couple of times, and I think oh, it's Oh, Hannah's not as far east as I thought. Uh, oh, it's... Uh, okay, yeah. It's uh, it's closer to Calgary. Hannah's definitely closer to Calgary. They got the big uh, uh, home of Nickelback signs out on there, and I think we talked about that one night. Do they, yeah, do, do they actually have home of Nickelback signs? They they did when I was there. That was like... That's, uh, that's Will from about. Hannah texting in? It is, yeah. Well, first of all, Will, I appreciate you listening uh, in Hannah. Do you have a picture? Uh, can you send in a picture of the uh, Nickelback sign, Will? Yeah. I assume you have one on your phone. <laughs> can you drive I, I assume, to your town limit I, and just snap one? Well, I'm, I assume if you live in Hannah, you have to have something Nickelback related as the screensaver or the wallpaper on your phone. <laughs> I hope Will's laughing at this. All right. I appreciate it. Uh, more from you as we move along tonight. Rob Brown's going to check in later. When we get back, a man who battled against Calgary as a player and as a coach as well, though not in the postseason, and an excellent an, uh, excellent analyst at breaking down what happened between the Oilers and the Kings. Craig McTavish is coming up. Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.